So we're here with Nick Luisi, the owner of Roslyn Social, and obviously Roslyn. But fun <laughs> fact about Nick and me, I was Nick's bat boy <laughs> when he was a star at Holy Trinity High School for <laughs> baseball. So I always looked up to him, and I'm very excited to be interviewing him now. It's like interviewing Mickey Mantle. Yeah, <laughs> Mickey Mantle. I've known you longer than I think I've known anybody. <laughs> I know. How was Tim as a bat boy, Nick? The best, actually. <laughs> yeah. He really was a good bat boy. Yeah? Honestly. And then he grew yeah. into a fine young man, so. Yeah. <laughs> we say that it happened at Holy Trinity. Of course, yeah. <laughs> and you can't see in my office, but I have a whole Holy Trinity wall. We got Bernetti up there, so if anyone's listening, shout out to Hondo, Bernetti, and everyone else at Holy Trinity that knows me and Nick. Big shout to Hondo. Yeah, he deserves any anything good in our life. It's all because uh, of Hondo. You know Honda. what, though? I got to find a picture of us. What do you mean? Of us. I oh, mean, I know. We're, I'm not on chats. there, so I think I, ha- I think I have a picture of us. All right, yeah, we got to put it up on the wall. Well, I don't have my Bat Boy pictures up there. I just have mine. No, I know, but it's just, you know, it's the beginning. It was the beginning. Beginning of of a great thing <laughs> over there. That was nice of <laughs> you to take a picture of that. Thank <laughs> you. And shout out to Anthony and Dan, Nick's brothers. Also great guys. Great guys. Probably not as good as you. Dan's, Dan's better. He's still involved. <laughs> yeah. Good luck, Dan, at Holy Trinity over there coaching this year. All right. So as we said, baseball star turned restaurant owner at Roslyn Social. When did you guys open that? Uh, so Roslyn Social, I opened July 2019. Um, took about, I'd say, four months to kind of get the renovating and, you know, get it to where we wanted it to be. And we opened it up as a sports bar. That was kind of the idea, you know, obviously, you know, being involved in sports my whole life and thinking that, you know, that's kind of like the best way to go in that area. Because if you guys are familiar with Roslyn, Mm -hmm. it's very fine dining, you know, um, so there's nothing really to hang out, no place to really hang out and just kind of relax. You know, so that was kind of the idea, what we tried to go with. Uh, We put something nice together. We put all these TVs in there. Uh, We had a lot of athletes come through. Um, And then obviously, you know. Yeah. Fast forward real quick to seven months later is COVID, but you know mm-hmm. before that it was rocking. You know we mm-hmm. we had we had a nice little vibe um, of a sports bar turned into kind of like a mix of like a lounge nightclub at the at the end of the night. Yeah. You know, and we kept that going for a while, and then um, again yeah. we all got affected by that that one that one uh, we'll <laughs> elephant in the room. We'll get to that <laughs> so pain in the ass. In a well, we're talking about that quickly. Me and Tim went to Roslyn Social yeah. a couple of months ago now. Yeah, in the winter. Right? It that was w- in the winter. Was that brunch? We yeah, 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 we came Great for brunch. brunch. Yeah. And to be honest, that was I wasn't too mi- too familiar with Roslyn. So was it when you were kind of like first on that hunt for a location? Was it always Roslyn? Did you look at a bunch of places first? Like what came first? Like the idea? Did you find the spot and then the concept came around? So it? putting it putting it together was. Growing up, you know, once I was done playing baseball, you know, I got right into hospitality. Uh, I didn't necessarily know that I wanted to own a restaurant. You know, I, I just knew that I wanted to be around people and kind of, you know, events was kind of my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I started off in catering, uh, doing weddings and stuff like that. And then it kind of just pr- progressed to uh, a la carte restaurants, fine dining restaurants. And then I said, then I was in the city at a club and I was and like, you, you know. And you were planning the events, like that was your kind of role with that? Well, or? I was more of a manager. Okay, good. But, um, you know, of the establishment itself. But then I said, uh, I got to get back into the restaurant business and kind of just slow life down. Well, it <laughs> doesn't really <laughs> slow <laughs> life down, but you think in your head it might slow life down. But uh, I got back into the business, and the first thing was I used to run a restaurant in Roslyn. So I was familiar, my partner also, very familiar with the area. 
mm-hmm. right? So the people around there, um, you know, I'm from the North Shore of Long Island. So, you know, I'm from Bayville, Locust Valley. So, you know, not too far from Roslyn. So that was kind of the idea. If, if we could find a place that's in that general area, then we can pull people that we know, you right. know, to kind of make the place go a little bit, give a little, uh, little push, right? Um, you know, this place came about. You know, it, it's a very unique building. I mean, it definitely, is. definitely, That's what definitely unique. You right away. So, you know, I know in the process of us trying to t- trying to get the place, there was obviously a lot of other people looking at it. What was um, it before? Was it? Always it was a Greek restaurant. They were there for like I'd say seven, seven, eight years maybe. Um, they had a good run. They had a couple other restaurants, but they all closed down. Whatever reason it was, I'm not really sure. But uh, then, you know, once we found this place, again, there was uh, other people looking at it, and one of the challenges that that came up was that there was no parking. So like right. a lot of people kind of shied away from it. Yeah. But in my head, you know, I was thinking that, well, if I'm going to do nightlife, mm-hmm. you know, parking shouldn't be a problem because yeah. especially now, get Uber and, right. and all that stuff. So yeah, even us, like at the end of the night, it looks like an Uber's like stop. Yeah, front, it's, like n- it's not even, you know, it's not even a big deal. I mean, I could see it for the restaurant before because they were, they were a full service restaurant, of course, you know, yeah. and, and when you have full service like that and, you know, it's a little bit more fine dining with the service aspect of course, of also, you know, your customers tend to be a little bit older. Yeah. They expect valet parking, they valet, right. <laughs> you know, so it, it, I didn't kind of, I tried to stay away from that because I knew that there wasn't really going to be the crowd that I was going for. And it wasn't going to be the crowd that was going to, you know, be affected by it. Um, Fun fact about parking in Roslyn. I got a parking <laughs> ticket the day we went there. On, on the Sunday. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. A Sunday, right? Yeah. Sa- I Sunday, parked Sunday. in the lot. I think it was for like, <laughs> Did you did you back park? It was I back parked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they'll get you it for that. It could be free parking, and they they hunt for that. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. like registration, <laughs> inspection. I, have, I just remember that. I don't think I ever paid. It. Well, but give it to me. Right, I'll go uh, walk it I'm over. Right, right. <laughs> I have a truck. You have to back park. You know. I, I do know. it all the time. I back park, but yeah. I tell the guy, listen, if you give me a ticket, that's yeah, it. right you across know, the street. No more water for you. But yeah, for anyone who hasn't been to Roslyn Social yet, it's like for. As a first-time impression, it's like this picturesque, like, North Shore town. And then Roslyn Social itself is like this sick, like, island bar when you first get in. And then when we went, you were just kind of setting up. Obviously, it was the winter, but you were setting up, like, the rooftop yeah. space as well. You've got, like, the private room upstairs. Yeah, so the it unique really thing about awesome that building, setup. exactly, is, is that, you know, there are so many. It's like. It's a little light here. Because we've got like private rooms that you never know about and yeah. this and that, you know, it just, it's, it's a got really different cool space. It's almost like different spaces, you know, yeah. in one building. You know, I have the rooftop, which is, is rocking when it's nice out. Yeah. Um, and then along that with the second floor, I have a, a two private rooms basically up there. Mm-hmm. You know, one for about 10 to 15 people, which is like a super little VIP room. And then I have a larger one that holds about 40 people, you know, and then obviously the main floor, which is when yeah. you first walk in. Yeah, it's cool when there's little nooks and crannies and stuff like that. Yeah. And like you said, when you walk in, then you showed me and Ruby around. It's like, you got this, you got this. It's a great place if anyone's trying to do a catering event, you know, check out Nick up there, cause especially the rooftop. Yeah, no, yeah. The, the rooftop. I mean, I have parties now. I, you know, I can combine. You know, I don't have crazy space to do 150 people, but yeah. I can do 80, you know, if it's a nice day. And I can do inside and outside, you know, upstairs. And then downstairs, like, for example, I have uh, uh, a fundraiser coming up. You know, I expect probably a hundred and something people there, yeah. but it's going to be the whole place, you know, so it's going to be a good time. Amazing. I did a cigar event a couple of weeks ago. I had uh, 50, 60 people all outside, Yeah. you know, so I can, I can fit people out there, you know, it just depends on the kind of party, Got, yeah. you know, but the, f- the space itself is, I mean, the crazy part about that building is that the kitchen is in the basement, Yeah. right? But it's a big ass kitchen, yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah. it's good and bad. Yeah. That's good though. Like ours is in the basement. It saves space right. for like tables and stuff. Yeah, it's great. 
So you said you had a partner. Who was that? Uh, my friend, uh, my friend, my partner, Sal, he owns 388. Uh-huh. Um, so they're right on Willis Avenue. They're in Roslyn, cool. you know, so uh, they're family style Italian. Uh, they obviously do a great job. They've been there forever. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's nice that we're both in the same town, mm-hmm. you know. And again, when we first opened up, you know, at Roslyn Social, you know, we kind of kept the food separate. You know, they do family style Italian. We were going to do more of a sports bar kind of feel to it, yeah. you know burgers and chicken sandwiches and you know stuff like, and you know wings which sold like crazy you know and then you know again i'll skip forward to yeah. covid but when covid hit you know the two main things that i had going for me at the restaurant s- sports bar sports yeah. and bar they <laughs> right. they weren't there anymore yeah. <laughs> you know there was no more sports and the bar scene was kind of like you couldn't sit at the bar you guys know. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you oh know, you know the challenge. No fun, really. There was, yeah. there was really no fun. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was more stress for for any of us because yeah. you know we're running. Around. I'm trying to tell people to sit down and put their masks on. They're just trying to, <laughs> you know, just yeah, hang out. Know. And I get it. You know, you know? Well. but you know the stress that 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 they put on us just to kind of perform our yeah. normal task. I we I didn't want to be the police. Exactly. How many like not regular months did you get before you opened? S- uh, it was July we opened up, and then March we closed. So we closed uh, for two months. Uh, March 16th or whatever the date was and then we reopened mid-May and you know from that point it was kind of the summer was coming around so the weather was kind of getting a little bit nicer and we had we, we bought three slushy machines <laughs> and you know it was, it was six heads each or uh, two heads each so we had six total we did six different flavors and we were just slinging slushies yeah, <laughs> like, you things, know yeah. we were slinging slushies to go is kind of get us through may and then i think it was probably june 6th 7th whatever the exact date was if i remember that that's pretty yeah. crazy but um <laughs> i have no memory of it at all I don't know <laughs> it, was, it was a blur but i, I remember the dates I'm like oh yeah. we gotta wait till june 7th <laughs> yeah, or 6th right. to open up okay but i had a rooftop mm-hmm. you know so a combination of things happened then i had I had an only an outdoor space where I didn't have to put a tent. I didn't have to do any of that stuff yeah, to, nice. to kind of build an outdoor space. It was already there for me. And then I had this, the city was closed. So everybody from the city had to come this way. Yeah. You know, everybody at the, the time was, yeah, everybody at the time was searching for outdoor restaurants to go to. You know, I had the rooftop. Um, and I knew that if these people were now going to come in, you know, from different areas that weren't familiar with the sports bar, because that's yeah. what I was. The good thing is I was new enough to be able to, like, pivot. Yeah. You know, right. I d- wasn't set in, like, I wasn't an Italian restaurant. I wasn't an Asian restaurant. I wasn't, like, set in what I was. Yeah. You know, so I made a little pivot. I, I You know, we got a new chef. We changed the menu, and we went dinner-focused. Yeah. I even changed the music. Like, I, I was doing stuff to bring in, like, the older crowd. Like, I had, <laughs> I, had I was playing doo-wop. Yeah. I was playing Sal. <laughs> Sal, <laughs> Sal CDs <laughs> going all over the place. Like, yeah. Frank Sinatra everywhere. But, like... I was trying to get a crowd that would come in and eat dinner. Yeah. Right. You know? You had to, yeah. And, I, you know, I put on I put on more fish entrees. I put on, you know, real, like, almost like Italian-style food. Yeah. You know? Wait. And it worked. Well, you're talking about the food. Uh, like, do you handle more of the food and the drink, or you're more like the business and operations side? Or a little bit of everything? A little bit of everything. Yeah. I mean, right now, um, I have a good floor manager. So he kind of, he handles the staff on the floor and, you know, and mm-hmm. I'll just go around and, you know, talk to people. But uh, on more on the back end I am because, you know, now it's almost like how do you stay creative and yeah. keep moving forward? Because we don't know what the hell's going to happen. Exactly. Right. And the sad part is that, and we're all in the business, right? Yeah. We can be <laughs> on top of our game and yeah. we've seen that that means crap. Right, exactly. because one day somebody over somewhere else can say, "Hey, you guys are closed," and 
we didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not really, it's not our fault. What, what did we do? You know? Well, so it's good you, you know, you were able to pivot, and I think a lot of people didn't. Even we did, like, we don't really do that much food and stuff. Like, we're do, we do concerts and, like, chicken fingers, and then we started doing, like, a brunch and Italian and dinners, slushy. too. And a slushy. I never want to say another slushy again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. S- sidewalk I don't even slushy. like the machine anymore. <laughs> yeah. I hate them. I hate the machine. I was downstairs somewhere <laughs> gathering dust now. <laughs> My dad, as the boss here, was like, you know, maybe when we really reopen, we'll, like, do a lot of food. I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it's hard. It's it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. It's it more is. expensive. It it's is. It's, it's more work, ass. less money. But, no, I, I was going to get to that. Like, how'd you survive? But you told us you pivoted, you changed. You yeah. Know? Like, I, you know, I, I made the pivot. And then that was in June when I, like, put all of that into place. And then just as the summer went on, you know, we were able to capture more people, you know. And I became, I got more regulars, you know, from that have never been to the restaurant before. You know, people from Queens that, that now still come all the time, Good. you know, and people from from Massapequa and, you know, all, all over the place, Suffolk County, like deep in Suffolk County would come and come to the restaurant, you know, and they still come, which is really, really a cool thing because they came for the food because yeah. they didn't even know it as a, as a sports bar. Yeah. You know, they just knew it as a restaurant at that time. Well, that's what we were saying, too. Like, w- I went there because, you know, I saw it looked like a fun vibe and I know you, but like the food was really great. And, like, I have some stomach issues. I, you know, should be gluten-free, and you had options for yeah. that, and even for brunch. Like, well, we're in Roslyn. Yeah, you, gotta <laughs> yeah, you better have a lot, a lot of options for people in Roslyn. <laughs> but it's really nice, and the food was great. But, like, I was going to tell you today, like, you, when we went, it was, like, brunch. It was during COVID, so there was some rules. It was, like, but, like, we had a fun time, even with rules. Like, you created a good atmosphere, at least for the brunch, and I'm sure for dinner, too, as well as good food. So, I think... Maybe yeah, no. So, you, so yeah. what? Getting to the brunch. I never did brunch. Yeah, I never did it before. Mm-hmm. And you know, th- Sundays were an okay day for us. It was like you know, people would come in, but at, you know, they watch football. Yeah. But then the, you know, whatever. There's no football, and nobody came out to watch the games. So it was November. It was right before Thanksgiving when I was like, um, okay, I got to figure out how to get a Sunday, you know, party going yeah. because everyone is going to be freaking out at night. Because we had the curfew at the time. It was like whatever. Yeah. Well, I don't even know when the curfew ended, but we had a curfew. It was you 10. Could, it was yeah, pretty Yeah, you couldn't early. be out late at night. So I said, okay, well, if we have a party in the day, like, you know, who should get that med? Exactly, you know? yeah. <laughs> Who's going to be upset if the sun is out, right? Yeah. I'm having a party. So then I said, okay, I'm just going to put a set menu out there. You know, everybody's going to, you know, the way that I do my brunch is everybody gets a bottle of champagne. Yeah. Each person. So at the table. So it's just it's it it's great, a party yeah. but it's you know it's fun yeah there was a bunch of birthday parties yeah there, so i put a dj there. on and you know it just those sunday brunches became better than like my fridays and saturday dinners sometimes combined wow. like it was yeah. just crazy and then i had two seatings i started with one seating i had two seatings i used to switch djs i have two djs you know for the day and you know my sunday i would like tell people that were walking in i'd be like this is a party day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like if you have kids, <laughs> just yourself. hold. Yeah. <laughs> like, just hold yeah. till like maybe eight o'clock if you want to go in for dinner. But just wait because <laughs> from one o'clock to like seven, there's going to be a lot of crap going on. Yeah. But the hardest part about that too was making sure everybody was following the rules. Yeah, yeah. I know. You know? Well, that was brunch was felt like the only thing that really fell comfortably into the guidelines without it being too compromised. Yes. You know, because people are more inclined to sit. Like that was, we were drawn to like the same conclusion and, you know, I tried to, to replicate the same thing here and it definitely worked for for the time because it was oh the yeah, no, it kind worked. of the only thing you could do yeah, well it's kind of like it. naturally seated too like you're sitting there eating so 
It's yeah. like it, you know, it it works when they first get there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then like like anything, and then it's once they start drinking a little bit <laughs> yeah. and they they feel the music and the beat, you're mm-hmm. gonna get up. It's just like it is what it is. Exactly. Like you're gonna get up. We had a SLA almost said this. We had like a a group of kids, you know. Then they got drunk and they're like, you know, they started getting up, dance, like you said. I was like, guys. When the pandemic's over, I'm like, you could jump off the stage for all I care. I'm like, can you please just sit down? And like, I don't want to be that guy. And yeah. I yeah. wouldn't listen to me either. And like, pretty you don't much have security. the antithesis of what we did. Yeah. We had to implement. And you can't have like security guards on. So like, I don't yeah. know. But everything. I mean, I was had right. bouncers like standing like at the door, and I'd be like, like I didn't want to tell them as the owner of the restaurant. Yeah. I didn't want to be like sit your ass down. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like I didn't want to be like yeah. that. Yeah. It was a tough. But at line times, line. I had to be like that. Yeah, I know. I'm yeah. like. They're like, why are you being mean? I'm like, I'm not. I'm just yeah. trying to not lose my business. Yeah, it's know? like as a bartender, you know, immediately you want to be accommodating and someone's coming up to the bar and I'm thinking, I'm about to have to yell. Yeah. About to no, it's it's the, the first thing in my head is like, okay, yeah. I see a group of people come in and I'd be like, okay, <laughs> which person out of this group am I going to have to yell at first? Yeah. <laughs> you know, who's going down? Yeah. It was really an impossible task that no, you made really us do. Uh, I mean, I just hope it, you know, they don't. Yeah, here's yeah. to that. Um, so in terms of like adapting your, your menu and stuff, I'm quite surprised at the, um, well, not at the pivot, because obviously that was like practical, but I got the impression again, like from your menu and everything that you were like, you're obviously like passionate about the food side as well. Like we've seen, we've seen the News 12 clip and like the Italian sushi and all that. Are you involved in like the, putting the menu together or do you leave that to your chef? Oh no, I, I, that's me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we, I so mean, we wh- do it together. So what's your background like with, with food? Because obviously being in catering... I'm, I'm not a chef. I'm not, you yeah. know, I don't have a background in making. Because we've in, had in Andy on the, bo- on the podcast from Bellata. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, we've, <laughs> we've had the big guns. I know. He's, he, he's the big gun. I know. Yeah. Um, he's the best. He really is the best. Yeah, yeah, awesome. He really, he really yeah. is the best. I, I miss you. you yeah. Yeah. We'll go um, out sometime now. We'll go out there. But... You know, just I, I guess growing up in an Italian family, all, uh, we just eat. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah right. So I guess just we just eat. You go out to eat a lot. You know, I'm always in restaurants. Yeah. You know, that's a big thing too for me. Like, you know, you got to go out. When we, when I first opened the restaurant, I was there. You know, from open to close, seven days a week. Right. You never really get to see anything else, right. right? So you're stuck there, and you're trying to make the place run. But sometimes when you're stuck there trying to make the place run, you you lose sight of, yeah. Lose yeah. Sight of other things, you know. So the once COVID hit, you know, I I kind of well, there w- I had an operation, but that after that operation, mm-hmm. I kind of like said, all right, I got to step back a little bit from this from this restaurant yeah. and be able to go see things and and try and change stuff because if I don't see it out at another place, I'll, I'll never, you know, I could think about it, but I got to see it in action, yeah. right? You know, and then um, you know. The sushi was something that I must have, it must have been like 10 years ago. So my, my cousin and myself, we were sitting down one day and you know, we love food and we love Italian food and we love sushi. So yeah. we said, why don't we like make a combination of this? You know, we should open a cafe one day. Yeah, you know, yeah. we were just young kids like trying to figure it out. And then uh, finally I had the platform to do it. Right. You know, so I built this sushi menu, you know, an Italian sushi menu. Um, you know, so it's basically you walk into a deli and whatever, you know, you want to hit Italian hero, you yeah. put in a sushi roll, you know? Right. And so we, you know, I put a, put eight things together on a menu and I have one of them on the menu all the time. And then the other ones I used to do on Wednesdays, but you know, now I kind of like do it. If somebody wants it, I'll right. make it for them, whatever it is. Cause it's not that hard to do. And I make it, yeah. you know, so like there's a roll on there. It's a Nikki Lou roll, which is named after <laughs> me, obviously. Yeah. And I make it all the time. Like, I just love making it, you yeah, know, it's yeah. fun. And then I have a primavera roll, which is all vegetable. 
I make I must make like two or three of those a day. I just like sit down there and roll it, yeah. and I just like I cut it up and eat it for myself. <laughs> I just yeah. I just eat it. So that that's fun. But the food, again, I'm not a chef. I didn't come from a, a food, you know, cooking background. But no just culinary school. Being involved yeah. in the restaurant business and mostly Italian restaurants, obviously, you know, we are passionate about food. Mm-hmm. So you know, I tell you who has good food and who doesn't. Right. Like, <laughs> to my, although I'm I'm not that good at that because I like to eat anything. Yeah. <laughs> so like, but you know, I I enjoy the food part of it because yeah. it is creative. Yeah. yeah you know of course. what happened with us is that we, before the sushi, what actually got Rosin Social popular during COVID was that I I made this drunken chicken sandwich. Right. So the drunken chicken sandwich was is just it's vodka sauce. On a chicken sandwich, Oof, you know, it's chicken yeah. parmesan with vodka sauce. Yeah, <laughs> and I put it on a ciabatta, on ciabatta, and it it took off. Mm-hmm. You know, it was mm-hmm. in like you know the Newsday thing, top one hundred things, whatever. And that was the, it was that simple, you know. And then I saw other people starting to do it, and I was like, ah, you know, like at least yeah, I did yeah. something, you know. Yeah, <laughs> everyone but steals everything. I still you know? do like, it yeah. all the time, and it's my number one selling thing. Wow. And then I then probably two months after that, I'd say September when I changed the menu to like really have a full menu on there. I made it into an entree, you know. I do I do it over cauliflower gnocchi, and it sells like crazy. Yeah, you know. It's you got to try new so things, and you can't be afraid to like yeah. even be stupid or creative yeah. if it sounds stupid, you know. And that sells, and like, you know, like a couple girls will put it on Instagram, like, look at this Italian sushi, and boom, and then a bunch of people are checking it out. Yeah. So the News Twelve thing was cool. Yeah, I told them I was like, listen, I was like, we should have did this like two years ago because mm-hmm. I know that a lot of people are trying to do it now. Yeah. I know. <laughs> But uh, I remember when they first came in to interview me about it. It must have been, like, January. And then uh, I told them, I said, just make sure you put it in the paper <laughs> so, that, yeah. so that we have a, <laughs> you know, it was in here in January. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. But it doesn't matter. I mean, it's, it's fun, though. It's like I like when people, when people, like, play with other stuff, you know, people's food ideas and things like that. It's, the restaurant business, which I think should be how it should be, is, you know, you have all these people in this business that obviously we went through all this crap together, yeah. right? You know, why not help each other out and play off each other's food and ideas? Because, you know, I talk about restaurants that I go to all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Rob Keys. You know, I go there all the time. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, love, I love going there. Yeah. You know, obviously 388 because, like, you know, I'm right up the block. Yeah. We're partners. So it's like, you know, we go to all these restaurants, we promote all these restaurants, you know. Yeah, there's um, enough money to go around. Yeah, yeah, we do and that. It's too. good we when you build a, f- a community of food-based people because yeah. you know, or whether it's events, or food, you know, concerts, whatever it is, you know, these people were all in hospitality. Yeah, you know, so we all kind of try and you know piggyback of each other. There's no hate. I mean, I know, like, I'll tell you this: if this was like 30 years ago, there'd probably be a lot of people trying to put other people out of business <laughs> just because yeah, yeah. that's how the mindset was. I think it's a lot it's different, different. You know, now we got social media. You know, everybody's is liking people's pictures and mm-hmm. liking their food ideas, and you know, I I like pizza from manhattan i like that picture i'll go to the manhattan just to get the pizza exactly. just i saw it on social media you know and i'll put it i'll put it up that i went there yeah you know and that's that's kind of like how how i i see it moving forward yeah i mean the restaurant business be. is not easy no anymore especially no you know so i think we all know that and if if the, the people that want to be in it you know there's not many people like us right yeah look so i say it all the time i'm 34 right yeah <laughs> i'll be 35 next week um oh nice so there's not many people that age, in that age bracket, I guess, younger, a little bit older, that yeah. really getting into the business anymore, right? Yeah. Because it's scary of, now. Yeah, yeah, it's scary now. Yeah. At the end, of, you saw all this crap with the restaurants; everyone's shutting down. Mm-hmm. This, that, the other thing. Well, you know, 
who the hell wants to go into that? Yeah. Absolutely. But if you're in it, stay, you know, just keep rocking. How do you, talking of social media, and this is just kind of me personally being interested, how do you run your social media at Roslyn? Is that all you? Have you got someone designated to do that? I have someone What's that does you? it uh, yeah. with me, you know, and I, I usually take the pictures of stuff. Yeah. And then I'll send it out to him. And he's always usually there every day anyway. Right. So he kind of does that. And he, he's very involved with, uh, he has a radio show too. Um, Soul Free, that's his network, and he just he kind of just keeps a lot of different types of people involved with it. He's mm. he's, he's very close with News Twelve and all that, so you know we kind of just rock it that way. And um, anything that that I think is important, I like make this a priority. He puts up and yeah. he does it. So you know, I mean, it could always be better. Anything can be better. So yeah. it's just we keep trying to. You know, I think evolve. you have a strong one presence, though, because I remember when you first opened, like you said, you were popping right away. Like yeah. you had Robinson Cano there, and yeah. you had great pictures, and like you had a good vibe. Like, I think when you opened pretty hot, I'd we say. had, I think it was in March or February, whatever it was. At some point this year, there was a contest. It was a crap contest, <laughs> right? It was like I don't know what it was. Like the it was a oh it was March March Madness. It was yeah. a March Madness bracket of restaurants. Yeah. Right. And some girl put it on her social media, and we won. Oh, nice. Right? But it was all because of social media. Like, there was yeah. no, like, I, I don't know. I think the, the restaurant I went up against in the championship was Prime. And I'm thinking, like, my head, I'm like, <laughs> I'm fucking Rosin Social was Prime. I was like, all right, fine, whatever. Yeah, take it. But yeah. I'll take it. But it was an all, it was a 100% social media battle. And, like, I just I hit everybody. I said, eh, vote, 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 vote. And we won. Good. That's but, like, that's the power yeah. of, of social media. Yeah. For sure. You know? And any restaurant. Mm, any yeah. food dish, you know, anything that you put out there, yeah. you, it may not even be that good, but you put it out, and social media makes it great. Exactly. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and I and I've and it's happened too, a lot. Yeah. I've gone to restaurants where yeah. I saw dishes, and I've been like, "Wow, I saw this dish," and then I had. It, I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> Some felt. <laughs> <laughs> no, eh. It's cool though. Like you don't have to spend money on like you know newspaper ads and yeah. ads on TV anymore. You could just have a very strong social media presence and get people there. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um. You went to, s you minored in, biz uh, what? Restaurant management. Restaurant I did. management. <laughs> yeah, I minored in business, administration, and restaurant management at St. John's, yeah. How do you, how would that, did like that teach you a lot, or you think you learned, you know, mostly all from working, or? Uh, I think that the experience is, you have to have the experience, mm -hmm. right? I, oddly with me is that when I was younger, because I, I, I played baseball, so yeah. like that was like, you know, when you're an athlete playing baseball, you don't really think about anything else, especially yeah. when I was at St. John's. When I was at St. John's, I was like, yeah, okay, I'm going to the major leagues. Like, yeah. <laughs> who the hell cares about what the hell's going on in school? Yeah, I'm not going to class. And <laughs> then, oddly enough, you know, I ended up with two ma two minors. But I don't know how I did it, but <laughs> I did. And, you know, that kind of like piqued your interest a little bit yeah. in what you could do. You know, in the business, because things that I liked, you know, was like arena management and like casino management and all this crap that, yeah. you know, was all involved in the restaurant management, you know, hospitality um, program at St. John's. But, you know, um, once I got out, you know, I worked for my father a little bit. And after that is when I got into hospitality, you know, events. You know, I worked at Roosters on the Bay. That was my first job, mm -hmm. you know, and I was doing weddings. I <laughs> I had no idea what the hell I was <laughs> planning weddings. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to plan your wedding. And I was like a 22-year-old kid. Wow. That you know, they're getting married. Too. I'm like, yeah, this is $150,000. Don't worry about it. I got it. It's fine. You want me to make your cake too? Yeah, I'll design your cake. <laughs> How but was that? Was that stressful? Cause yeah, it was stressful. Bridezilla's yeah, and stuff like that? Yeah, that was stressful. Like that? I, they, weren't, they weren't that bad, yeah. but um, 
that business itself, I mean, maybe because I was at Russo's and, yeah. you know, just Mr. Russo and the the reputation that the place has for events and parties and weddings, you know, it, it's one it's one of the best, yeah. right? So in the way that he did everything, it made, made things a lot easier because everything was kind of scheduled out and, yeah. you know, this had to be done this way and on Thursdays was the meetings and, you know, everything went in and everything was prepared. Good systems. Yeah, the, syst- the system was great and I learned a lot from him, you know, and th- but, you know, at the same time, I saw how great that business was or could be you know and then uh i left there hurricane sandy when hurricane sandy hit yeah obviously you know we were all on the on the bay yeah (laughs) so was uh, that that was your first full-time right out of college no my first full well the full-time was when i worked for my father we right. were in the city. We, uh, he had a business, and then I had to. Ju- I was like, I can't. I, <laughs> I got. I got to get out of here. Um, now he helps me out at the restaurant. <laughs> but um, then I, uh, when I went there, that was my first job, kind of like away from the family, right. I guess. And I learned a lot. You know, I learned a lot from him, Mr. Russo, and you know, just the business itself and the people that trained me, and you know, the the chefs there. They were awesome. And that place is like has everything. You yeah. know, it's a bakery. It's 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 everything. Big operation. Huh? Yeah, I've never a, been there. It's a big it's operation, and yeah. it's a great operation. You know, they do. He does such a good job. So it's not like you know, mm-hmm. the people that run it were, were on the on the ball. You know, and then um, Il Molino, the Italian restaurant. Mm-hmm. I after Sandy, I I applied for a job there, and I got the the event coordinator job, whatever it was, and then quickly the manager left, and then I became the manager, and then it kind of just went from there i was there for like seven seven years or something like that six six seven years so i mean that 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 was an experience where i learned about the business of the restaurants because like i didn't have to deal with vendors before that you know that was i was dealing with vendors and and even payroll and all that crap i learned i learned i didn't know it you know i just learned it some of them figured it out because the system that they had put in place because il molino has been around for 30 years yeah you know russo on the bay has been around for 30 years you know, so their systems have been there, and it just kind of like when I went into it, I learned how to do the system, and then that's how I learned how to do all the other things. You know, um, how is that transition for you going from like because you weren't just a baseball player, you were captain, you yeah, know, a successful no, yeah. team. Like, yeah, yeah, how yeah. is that transition for you from like I hate to say it, like the cliche of like real world, but did you have that kind of did you miss it a lot in that first? Oh yeah, well after 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 playing, you know, at St. John's, I tried to continue. Right. You know, I had I had Tommy John surgery when I was there. You know, you know, I I went to some tryouts, Phillies, Mets, all that stuff. It just never worked out, right? So it was funny though, because my dad he drove me to a, a tryout one day. We we're in Philadelphia, we we're at the double A, we we're double A with the Phillies, and he was like, I was I was pitching, and the guy was like, listen, he's like, uh, you're a little bit old. You're 23 at the time, or 22, whatever it was. Uh, and I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> old. Crazy, right? I feel great. Yeah. Um, he's like, you know, maybe you know a couple months down the road just slimmed down a little bit because I was like a bigger like bigger guy mm-hmm. muscular and I wasn't like you know and uh, he was like I don't think so so I got in the car with my dad I'll never forget I got in the car with my dad I was like I was like I'm good I'm done Yeah, just like just it. like that just, yeah. I was like I'm done and baseball like you, you know yeah. baseball was my life yeah. you know what I mean like there was nothing that I did uh, it was that's all I wanted to do that's all I thought about but it kept me in line mm-hmm. which is a good thing yeah. you know I didn't go out go crazy party even in college I didn't go like crazy Right. I could have, but Well, it was St. John's too. Like, where was I yeah, going to go? Dry season. <laughs> <laughs> where was I really going to go, St. John's? Well, I was um, going to ask you about that. Like, like when you're in business and stuff, I feel it a little bit, and you're better and more competitive than me. I'm sure. Like, do you look at like business as like a team and competitive? Like, you probably learn a lot from baseball that transitions. 
oh, I, I'm like it seems as if you channeled it all into the, <laughs> you know, when when a, the thing about me is that I kind of sit back a little bit and like observe things mm-hmm. and then when I see that there's something that comes up that either the challenge or needs to be fixed or whatever or whatever it is I like sh- a straight attack yeah. like it's like there's no <laughs> you can't tell me anything yeah. or if somebody says something that I hear about the restaurant and I just I'm like I gotta blow this person out of the water <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like you that's can it sense that, they're like, done like, they're, yeah. they're done yeah. like that's the intensity awesome. just like turns on it's like zero to a hundred on boom yeah <laughs> and I'm done <laughs> I'm all at it but like I try and let the people the staff at least and the people that are there I try and let them work like you know in the beginning I tried to do everything for everybody. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, even now, like people walk up to me, they're like, Hey Nick, the toilet paper's out. And I look at them like, Yeah. <laughs> Fix <laughs> <And> it. <yeah. laughs> like, do you know where the toilet paper is? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, okay, so why are you bothering me? Go <laughs> go, go fix the toilet paper. Like, do you right. need me to go get the toilet paper for you? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know? But so I started to like kind of just let them do their job and you know, I used to try and f- try and fix everything before it happened. Yeah. And now like I see if something's gonna happen. I try and let them get their way, fix, fix it themselves because they're adults, you know, everyone's adults and mm-hmm. I think that they can, you know, learn their job a little bit. So that's kind of like, but if I, if I have to attack on something, I just like, yeah. and then I was like, why are you so angry and mad? I'm <laughs> like, I'm not angry and mad. I just, hey. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> you know, it's just good competitive fire. Yeah, just I competitive think. fire. And obviously this year it hasn't been easy or last year, whatever yeah. it was. Well, you know? it, it also makes everything like it's business, right? So you don't want to, you don't want to say it's personal but yeah. it is personal when you're gonna lose your business yeah. because it's it's personal like what the hell like it's your home it's, it's your money. my business yeah. Yeah. you know it's how i how i survive mm-hmm. right so you know it became a personal thing where especially during covid where it's like okay i gotta do what i gotta do to make this place pivot and move forward because if i don't no one's gonna help me yeah like you know exactly. I, can, I can sit back and just lock the doors and that's Can't like the up. easy easy way give you know know it up that's what we say yeah know it up but like you know it's the easy way to do it but i went through a lot covid because after covid you know i had this i, I donated my kidney yeah and just for people that don't know <laughs> you know in september me if i'm wrong nick donated his kidney yeah. to your dad to right father, yeah. to save his life yeah when was that september it was a year ago yep 11 months ago right like as covid was as like covid was kind of like it was like a break there was like a break in covid it was like from uh i don't know july to october was like the breaking covid yeah Yeah. so like the doctors told me that you know you had to get you had to do the surgery before november came around because that was when covid was going to come back yeah you know so i mean that was a whole other experience because like we were in the middle of covid yeah and you know i found out that my dad you know i knew my dad was on dialysis and all that you know and he needed his kidney but i didn't i didn't necessarily think that i guess if it's your father you always think that they'll be okay yeah you know, you always think, ah, he'll figure it out. Like, he's older. He knows more, you know. Yeah, right. And then one day, my mom called me up in February. I remember it was in February, right before COVID shut everybody down. Yeah. And she was like, uh, your father needs a kidney, uh, like, really bad. Because if he doesn't get one, you know, things are going to get bad. So I don't know what happened. Like, she said that to me. And then, like, I was like, all right, no problem. I got it. Like, right when I said that, like, I knew that I was going to do it. Yeah. You know, but I got tested in March. Everything shut down. Everything got pushed back. You know, and then I started going again for the tests in July and May or whatever it was. In May and June. And July, there was somebody that died that had a kidney match for my dad. Oh. And they passed away. And then my dad was, like, literally almost on his way to the hospital. And they called him up and they, like, turned back around because the guy had COVID when he passed away. Wow. So, like, when you think about it in New York, 
how many people passed away that are actually organ donors that died and they labeled them having COVID oh, and, and all their org- yeah. oh, wow. all their organs were out. So you're talking about like however many thousands of people yeah. that passed away that could have saved right. someone else's life that they couldn't use their organs. Oh, wow. I never thought of that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. you know, it became this whole big thing. And, you know, I, I got COVID. I got COVID in April, 2000, well, whatever, 20, 2020. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, I, they didn't know if I was going to be able to do it. And I was like, I'm just doing it. My dad didn't even know. He had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he didn't know till two, till I think it was like a week before the surgery. The uh, it was yet? Yeah. Because he right. went in. I, I planned the surgery for uh, September, I think it was September 8th, 8th or 9th, my brother's birthday. <laughs> and uh, just tight and shine. What a ruin that day, right? Yeah. And then um, they told him, "Hey, we have a donor for you," you know. And he's like, "Oh, that's great." Well, you know, when's the surgery? And like, it's your son. And he was like, "Oh, like really?" Yeah. You know. And that was like a week before the surgery. But then because of that, he pushed it back. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Did you call? Did you tell the surgeon that you were okay with this?" And he's like, "No." I was <laughs> like, "Well, you better tell the surgeon you're yeah. okay with this because it's gonna happen." And then I pushed it back to September 29th. And then I was like, "You better show up." That's it. Yeah. You know, if you don't show up, you're an idiot. And that was it. Is there, like, risk associated with that? Like, with the with losing a kidney? Like, what is... Oh, for me? Yeah. So, basically, you know, if you... They explained it like this. If you have two kidneys, and let's say they're 100%, mm. you know, you take one away. It doesn't go to 50%. It's, like, 70, 75 function, you know. Because right. it grows a little bit to, like, kind of take up, you know, wow. for the missing. But there are plenty of people that I met mm. that I didn't even know were kidney donors organ donors i you ha- i would had no idea and they told me they go oh you donated your kidney to me too 10 years ago oh, i was wow. like what yeah i was like i would have no idea and there's a lot of people that i met that either were born with one kidney mm. and they didn't really know until a couple of years ago i have another friend that he he has two kidneys but one of them stopped working four years ago he didn't know until like must have been like five months ago yeah he had no idea wow. so like which is kind of crazy but you know people kind of but now you know, I'm a little nuts. Like now I'm running, <laughs> I'm running the marathon in November. Like I'm just like I, mean, I gotta go. Like, so how long were stuff. you out? Two uh, weeks, two to three weeks. That's it. Yeah. Out well, I work? mean, I I went back to work with a cane and I was sitting down. Yeah. And you know my my brother-in-law, you know Joe, obviously, uh-huh. he was he was working there. He was running the show. You know he did a good job. Um. So I I was fortunate that I had people that were around me to kind of take the place and, and watch it. I mean, I watched every day on the camera, but yeah. I was freaking out. Yeah. I but, know. you know, that that was the beginning of me trying to, like, let them do their thing. Yeah. You know, because I was yeah. away. You know, I couldn't really micromanage somebody because I was away. You can't change the toilet paper. With a yeah, kidney, <laughs> exactly. You know? So I was just kind of like, all right, do your thing and let's see how it shakes out. And everything went well. You know, when I went back, everything was smooth. I remember the first day I got back, though, I, I got into a fight with my chef, and I <laughs> threw my cane across <laughs> across the kitchen. And I'm pretty sure I hurt myself, but yeah. I'm okay right now. You're lucky he didn't fight you or something, you know? You were ruled I was up. I was hobbling around. I could have yeah. fell. I threw I the know. cane. I didn't know. I think I kicked the garbage can, too. There's so no toilet paper <laughs> in this place. <laughs> so you've had a crazy couple two years with yeah. Roz and Social, huh? It's been so crazy couple two years. Oh, Are you going to have a marathon party? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. When is the marathon? November seventh. Nice. Oh, How's your training going? Great. I did fifteen miles today. Good and I'm pretty fast, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is what James. Is the competitive James coming says. back? Mister <laughs> Lally. I said you, <laughs> you how skinny you looked. That was yeah, jealous. If you're listening, Mister Lally. <laughs> so he said, if you could run fifteen miles in eight minutes a mile, 
that's fast. I'm I like, yeah, that's what yeah, I'm running right now. So it's pretty good. I mean, I don't know if I'm going to do that for 26 miles, but yeah. um, it's my doctors tell me not to do it. I'll put that out there. <laughs> right. But I'm just like, no. Screw the doctors. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah right, right. Do you enjoy running? Have you like found I really a, do now. Yeah? Yeah. How did you, uh, when did you like start to enjoy I it? I started to run a lot last year during COVID mm. because the gyms were closed. Right. Yeah. Right. So then I used to run. I used to like mix up my training and, you know, I would do like, you know, 300 push-ups. I'd run on my, you know, just like right. whatever. Mm-hmm. And then uh, after after the operation, I went to the gym. I started going back to the gym in January, and then I started picking up boxing and Muay Thai, which I did forever. And then I don't know. Well, <laughs> I shouldn't say this. Like I'll say it, but it's all right. apparently I have a hernia. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I had one of those. So I, I stopped. Too, so I yeah. stopped boxing and doing Muay yeah, Thai, yeah. and I just started running. Just replaced it with yeah, a full marathon. Yeah, just replaced it with full <laughs> running. That was it. And then. Uh, so yeah, my, that's why my doctors tell me not to run. Yeah, I, don't I have a hernia too. It's yeah, fine. It's, everyone it has one. <laughs> run it off. Yeah, <laughs> I run it off. Yeah. So like, yeah, you know, it's not good. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Please. Right. <laughs> you made it through all this. Yeah. yeah so Roz and Social, I hope the next couple of years are smooth sounds. I think it will be. I I don't know what else <laughs> you can, <laughs> can be deal with. <laughs> yeah, Hurricane What's Sandy worse, at right? Russo's <laughs> on the bay. What's Maybe worse? your bad luck, Nick. <laughs> Maybe. Um, do you have any plans for you know? Jericho Social or another restaurant? Or Always plans to expand. I don't know. Like, Rosin Social is based off of the vibe, really. Yeah. Like, Rosin Social is a vibe. That's what I say all the time. You know, like, you walk in there and you feel the music. It's the lighting. It's it's the decor. Um, it's the people. Yeah. You it's know. a really fun, you know, anyone yeah, thinking so, for a date so night, So, I mean, uh, the building itself is unique for where it is like I, you'll never find another I won't find another building like that yeah, you know cool. with a rooftop and you know in a in a, in a town where it is mm-hmm. you know so I don't think Rosin Social would be you know expanded to be another something social yeah because it's unique yeah. yeah it's unique to where yeah. it is you know but definitely always you know looking to open up things and, and move forward because you know why not right? other That's towns yeah I'm competitive I'm exactly a crazy <laughs> me and Ruby were saying when we were there it's only what twenty five minutes away from Wanto, twenty minutes. I literally felt like we were on vacation. Yeah. Like Roslyn's totally it's like old, it's old school, it's like it's kinda like you're on the Poconos a little bit. Like yeah. it's it's really, really well, the nice. The thing about that too, which is funny, is that, you know, in the summer, um it's a little bit slower. Yeah. For us. But it's not as slow as you'd think because a lot of people go there. Yeah. Like it's, it's like kinda a like a destination, destination yeah, for people to go. Like they go to Ro- there's a lot of historic things in Ro- in that area. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of mansions up in wherever you are, the Sands Point and uh, even Brookville and stuff like that. And it's and Roslyn is is a historic yeah. town. Yeah, if you're village. looking for like a little one night vacation, you don't even have to leave Long Island. It's yeah, really no, yeah. And go to Roslyn Social. Because the people from Roslyn that go, let's say, to the Hamptons, yeah, you know, they get out. But there are other people that just come in. Yeah, it's great. So it, it's kind of like a little, little replacement almost. Mm. So what are you uh, most proud of at, at your uh, tenure? At Rosin Social. At Rosin Social? Yeah. <laughs> Coming through COVID, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> right? making it through, right? I mean, you know what, though? Let's go to the competitive part. Yeah. I enjoyed, this is going to sound sick, but I enjoyed COVID. Yeah. Because, like, I enjoyed the challenge of trying to figure out how to not fail. Yeah. Right? Like, And that was something that uh, I think everyone that was around me kind of, like, felt that. Because I was like, I'm de- there's no way that yeah. f- I could lock the door, but I'm not going to. You know, and like this is a challenge that nobody 
ever had to deal with yeah right in this business you know that we know i uh, hopefully never again but you know it was something new to everyone and i took it as that like this is like a challenge that if you get through this like i mean yeah what else what what could be worse exactly. <laughs> you know than yeah. than this than the entire world shutting down yeah you know and and the government and people in power telling you that you can't run your business yeah, earn a living, the, yeah. the way you want to do it i know what you, you know? mean it is kind of like you're everyone us and everyone is proud to have gotten through it yeah if you get through it it's you know it's it's a proud it's a proud thing yeah you know to still be here and still open and and you know going listen at any of the restaurants that went out obviously i feel bad for and i and i understand a lot of the owners that were like screw it like, yeah, I don't, yeah. you know i don't want i get it you know no, i understand that yeah. you know if it happened again I mean, I think there'd be a lot more people that said, screw it too, because yeah. why you want to, what, what do you want to deal with that for? Yeah. It's hard enough, the business. Exactly. You know, and then to deal with this crazy thing. But, you know, again, like you were saying, if you get through it and you got through it, you know, it's a proud, it's a proud moment. I, I don't think that that was going to be the proud moment that I thought <laughs> I would yeah. have opening a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. You know, I got through it. The world <laughs> shut down, yeah. but I'm still here, you know, yeah. proud of that. But honestly, that it's that and it's the people that that I came into contact with mm -hmm. and now people that I didn't know before that are, you know, my friends and, and the opportunity that I got to, you know, reach out and, and raise money and, and, you know, fundraise and, and, you know, St. John's baseball, like, you know, I, the field, I sponsor the, I have a thing on the, the wall, which is cool. Like, yeah. you know, Rosin Soldier kind of just kind of going out there and it gives me the, the platform and the, to reach out to people. Yeah. You know, I like that. So for sure. All right, so awesome. we have one question. We will wrap up. I know uh, I stole you on this beautiful day, but uh, we appreciate you being here, everyone. You got slushies? No, no <laughs> more slushies. We dust them up for you. <laughs> uh, Nick Luisi, everyone from Roslyn Social again. But um, one last question, so we ask everyone: If you could host a concert, it would be who would be your headliner? Who would be your opening act, dead or alive? <laughs> any budget? And you have a VIP table of four, so it's you and three guests, dead alive. Anyone? Go. Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra. <laughs> He's the headliner. He's the headliner, yeah. obviously. Um, I'm going to go with Sal. Opening by I Sal. I want to see oh, Sal. I want to see Sal. I want to see Sal leading into Sinatra. That'd uh, be nice. That'd be great, I yeah. think. Yeah. And then uh, who could I sit down with? Yeah. Probably uh, my grandfathers and my dad. Nice. So oh, family man at Keep, heart. keep the family that? in. That's no it. one else has said that, by yeah, the way. I don't uh, so it's just the men. It's yeah. the men. You <laughs> know? True family, the men man. Men in right the family. There. That's it. All right. Nick, thank love you that. so much. Well, I love you. talking to you. Um, it's been awesome. Good luck for the marathon. Thank Can you. Can we sponsor you? You're taking... Are you doing it for... Yeah, it's for, uh, it's for uh, the kidney foundation. Awesome. Um, so You're trying to get one back? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I actually have... My, s my sister bought me a little kidney necklace. Aw. Oh, that's so, uh, awesome. That's cute. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's for the Kidney Foundation, so, you know, it's going to be a nice little thing. Nice. So. Awesome. And uh, if anyone's trying to find Rosin Social or anything on Instagram, what are those tags or it's websites? Rosin Social, at Rosin Social, and my personal, how you do, Nikki Lou. There you go. And <laughs> uh, you can, you know, if you, obviously for the marathon, you know, we're ra raising funds for that, so the link is on there. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it's going to be a fun thing. I have something uh september 1st i don't know okay. uh we do a nice fundraiser all right so awesome. eight minute miles Rosin nothing Social. less <laughs> nothing more. Right. Yeah. we gotta come down again i'm looking forward to it and a birthday party nice. <laughs> all right thank you so much Thanks, nick. nick it was great talking thank to you. you guys